Hello, Dakota Territory. I'm Trent Loose. Welcome to the journey, the journey we call Dakota Trails and Tales. Jump on in the Loose Tales Food Link Chuck Wagon. Then and only then, on a beautiful fall day, we will tool the region, the country, the globe. We will look at the news stories of the day. But at the end of the journey, it is going to be up to you by yourself to determine how and if this information might actually affect us living in a little piece of heaven. Marty on Monday from a little piece of heaven. So what do you think? Well, I think it is a little piece of heaven here in North Dakota after we got some rain. We got This is going to be really good for the grass. Um, mm-hmm. The root systems are going to lay down and and uh, grow a little bit here and go into winter nice and wet. The trees are going to go in nice and wet. I'm not going to lose any more fruit trees. It is a little piece of heaven, Trent Loose. That's all great information. I'm glad you shared it, but that's not my, what I'm asking. What do you think? Oh, well, I think that we got some real problems going on in that's this country. Not, if you've that, been asleep, that's not what I'm talking about either. The first. Trent, On the Loose, full episode, aired today on Beck Television. You missed it, didn't you? You did not watch it. Well, what a, what a I did not because, it, well, I will watch it. But I hunted till 3.30 this morning, and then I got up at uh-huh. 6.30 to prepare for uh, what I was going to tell you today, some important information. Mm-hmm. Takes you six. So takes no, you 12 hours to prepare. Nice. I only okay. have three hours of sleep. Whoa, whoa, okay. Well, then we're even. Okay. I I got to yeah, tell you, you since... took a nap yesterday. I did take a nap yesterday. And, in fact, I've taken a nap more days than not in the past week because um, I have not shared with, with this with the listeners. I had a little horse wreck. And uh, I can... I've had to re- been required myself to take more sleep since that happened, Marty. I don't know what that means. Well, that's... That's a good thing. That, that must be your body telling me. And there's nothing wrong with naps, you know. I mean, I prefer to take my naps where nobody can see me. I have several hammocks um, hidden around my place, and mm-hmm. uh, one out in my dog kennel, one down in the woods below my house. And then um, I even set up a hammock in the wintertime if I'm if I'm snowed in, and I want I don't want the wife to see me taking a nap. I'll I have I'll set up a hammock in the basement. So yeah. there, since yeah. your horse secret, horse wreck secrets out, now my napping secrets out. But hey, <laughs> well, the good news is Chris doesn't listen to you and I, so she'll never know. That's right. Somebody, Even when she's with me, she doesn't listen to me. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, what the heck? Somebody might hey. tell her though. All right, what did your research Somebody. yield you today? Well, you know, I always, you know, you you've called me conspiracy theorist but you know i just have been digging deeper and deeper you know and and i just get scared when i find out how the cia has been using misinformation against our american people for years i mean when you look at the list of what the cia has done against the american people there's no possible way anybody in their right mind wouldn't think that they are terrorists but here we have a little thing called operation northwoods do you know what that is i do not well operation nor northwoods was a plan in 1962 now this isn't just something a nutcase would make up when he's coon hunting all night um and tired and just make stuff up to talk about this is this this information has now been released uh, by the Freedom of Information Act, 
And Operation Northwoods is an, a plan, a top-secret plan by the CIA in 1962 to stage terrorist attacks on U.S. citizens and provoke a war. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know. Is that starting to sound familiar? They were going to use, um, they were actually going to bomb U.S. aircraft and stage foreign attacks. They were going to have several planned hijackings of of U.S. aircraft. Starting to sound familiar yet, anybody? I don't know, a little bit. They were going to attack U.S. ships and facilities. And here's a great one. They were going to stage riots at various places around the United States. This is at the end of the Vietnam War? This was in 1962. Before Vietnam. Before Vietnam. Guess who was president? 62 would have been before Kennedy. JFK. He was, oh this yeah, was it was 63. Was in 1962, and he was assassinated, and he, he put the kibosh on this plan. Right. He said, absolutely not, we are not going to. We are not going to uh, attack our own citizens. Mm-hmm. In 1963, November, but he was assassinated. It all came to an end. Well, you're the bearer of good news. So, so here we are. Almost. Can what, you do the 40 math? Years later? No, fifty. <laughs> Fifty-eight. <laughs> I can do that math Holy quick smoke. because last week I turned oh, fifty-five. Man. I was born in sixty-six, so I quickly added three to fifty-five and got fifty-eight oh, years. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I should have known it was that because he was. Uh, I'm. I'm not. He's been actually. He was dead longer than I've been alive. So. Mm-hmm. But anyway, here we have this same stuff. Now, now people need to wake up. I mean, I just don't understand um, why that kind of stuff is not big stories. I mean, it, and we got to look back at all the people that have been cahoots with these people. I know. Um, and and uh, D- D- Fauci and the Clintons and the Bushes. I mean, look at what look at what's been going on. I mean, does this ring in anything? Any bells from nine eleven? I have. I have to tell you, Marty. There's a lot of this that just doesn't surprise me. The one surprise element that I just have a hard time wrapping my mind around is that if you're going to go down this rabbit hole, which you've already started, then your your next step is who was in charge of the CIA at the time? Who was the one? Who's the only guy in America that doesn't remember where he was at? And what he was doing the minute JFK was killed, George well, Bush. Well, I'm not going to call it a rabbit. What's that? George Bush. He's the only guy that doesn't remember yeah. where he was when JFK was killed. I remember where I was when Ronald Reagan was shot. I remember where I was every single national event like that. I remember yeah. driving a truckload of soybeans from my father when the space shuttle, I remember clearly the curve I was on in front of Swartz Farms. I remember all of those things. And this guy, don't remember where he was. I, but to me, that's just, I just, I, I thought the Bushes were Americans. I have to go to a break. Well, we'll be back. Uh, we're going to ask the school board president a school board question when we return. Before we go, 
Lone Creek Cattle Company, providing the opportunity to be a part of a branded beef program. That means that you use the Piedmontese breed. You generate calves that possess the Piedmontese myostatin gene for tenderness. That means they're worth more money. You get paid more than the average commodity calf, uh, to the tune of $180 to possibly $300 per head over market price. Calves this year, shipping in the fall and January, it looks like you're going to be worth about $1,300, for $600 pound calf. Folks, that's a good ticket. Get more details from Marlon Will about making this happen for you at www.lonecreekcalico.com. We're back with the last part of Dakota Trails and Tales. Marty on Monday after this. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Badger Hole. What, uh, you know, actually, I think I will cancel Marty on Monday. Mom on Monday sounds more fun. Mm-hmm. Would I have the same mom every would, week or have a different mom every week? You, well, you could start with yours and then you could just work on to other mothers. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, hey, that's, you got to do what you got to do to get the audience up there. I realize that. And if I mean, it means sacrificing me. That's the way it is. You'll be a sacrificial lamb. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, and from now on, it's called the badger hole. It's not called. I'm not going to take people down rabbit hole anymore. It's too big. It's actually bigger than a badger hole. Mm. I mean, we need people need to wake up. But you know, hey, see what happens. <laughs> um, so my 16 year old Landry, junior in high school, this caught her attention yesterday and she researched it but what i love about landry and i'm going to say she got this from her dad she doesn't hear something and just take it at face value she had to go find out details so somebody in my house it was landry's cousin actually suggested that they had heard that there was a school in minnesota that was going to eliminate an f grade for the kids because it was a function of uh, systematic racism so landry hearing this she says i gotta check this out so she goes and finds out it's like white buffalo park or something i think it's on the north side of minneapolis they have they've eliminated the f you get like a i or something no f because they don't want systematic racism to be a part of their curriculum and so you can no longer lose points for uh, tardiness. You can no longer lose points for not getting your work in on time. Uh, you no longer fail. We don't want to make you feel bad. Is there any end to the ridiculousness of this educational system, Mr. President of the school board? No, there is no end to it. I mean, the end to it is the actual end and breakdown of society as we know it, a free society, a republic, and replaced with socialism. And let me tell you, socialism um, is a great plan, but the problem is that you eventually run out of other people's money. It's a Ponzi scheme and a pyramid, but they're going to lead you to believe that this great socialism experiment is great. And here is here it is being pushed on. <laughs> and this is not, nothing new. Uh, about five years ago, a, uh, a a good friend and teacher of mine, we talked about him on the radio, was forced to leave 
um, because of false allegations of uh, of uh, being too rough on a child by grabbing their arm after he attacked another teacher. Um, he told me, he said, Marty, we haven't flunked a student, actually flunked a student in five years. Oh, I mean, so you mean this isn't this isn't just a Minnesota thing? You don't think it is? No, this. No, I I think they're probably the first ones to actually admit, admit it. it and and take it public. Oh my gosh, no, Trent, it is it it is horrible. Our education system and the indoctrination of our children. What I see, even at my little country school, and look what's going on with school in school boards across the United States. Mm-hmm. Our our own government is calling parents that have concerns for their students terrorists and having mm-hmm. them arrested at school board meetings. I know. I mean, what are they trying to protect? What are they trying to hide? Inadequacy. Their system. You know, it comes back to a, a philosophy that I developed when I lived on the Rosebud, and I was actually hiring tribal members to raise pigs. My philosophy was you get what you expect. I expected excellence, and that's what I got. I got a crew of people that cared about the animal, they cared about work ethic, they cared about making a difference, and it was amazing, the excellent program that they put forth. We are now at the point where people expect failure and then want to say, it's okay, Johnny, it's okay that you didn't pass. Things don't come as easy for you. By failing Why Johnny... everybody pick on Johnny? By failing Johnny... You you should give him an inspiration to learn from others, to adopt some mentor, to buddy up with somebody to say, hey, I don't want to be a failure anymore. I want to find a way to excel. And that's how the system was established. That's how the system should work until people get in the middle and screw it up. And who pays the price? Those individuals for the rest of their life. Exactly. And, and, and also we need to remember that Johnny, since we're picking on Johnny, mm-hmm. um, you know what? We've got a lot of false expectations that we have put on our children as far as the American dream. You know, I, I just, when I hear somebody say the American dream, I, I just, I get a sick feeling because, you know, the American dream is not what we envisioned. It was what has been forced upon us by the media, by the government, by the education system. That if you don't have four vehicles and, and, and have a house that you can't afford to furnish, you're not living the American dream. Well, maybe little Johnny was supposed to be a truck driver or, or a welder or something like that. And let me tell you, if little Johnny lived up to his expectations, like you talk about, he could be making more as a welder, as, uh, as a truck driver than a lot of these kids coming out of a college that have learned nothing. You get what you expect. I'd say it's time that we expect excellence. That's what I say. All right, we're down to your final bits of profound wisdom for the day. Marty on Monday, before we transfer over to Moms on Monday, says... Well, I just tell you this. A good moonshiner once told me, you got to work hard. You know, and if you don't work hard, you're not going to get it. You've got to have those expectations. Sure, he was arrested and killed himself before he went to prison. But I'm telling you what, he had a lot of good words. 
That'll do it. Popcorn sentence. A to Z. Without the use of GPS technology, the journey, Dakota, trails and tails. See you tomorrow. Trent on the loose.